0: building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie here at Hemp in the Holler, and I'm here with Annie Rouse. Annie, how are you doing?
1: I'm fabulous. beautiful sunny day out here, and I got to play with hemp all day.
0: Oh, yeah, it was really great here. So, uh, Annie, tell us a little bit about yourself, how you're into hemp, and what you actually do.
1: Okay, so I initially got into the industrial hemp industry when I was eight years old. My dad actually is, films uh, video, and he was working on the Woody Harrelson videoing the Woody Harrelson arrest that took place in 1996. And so that was kind of when I very first was introduced to him. Forgot about it for a while, but at the time I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Oh man, Woody Harrelson, he's getting arrested. I I don't understand. It's just a plant. Uh, Then I kind of forgot about it. and In college, it came back to me when I was studying at the University of Kentucky. And a professor of mine was really into industrial hemp. And so we got to talking and... I ended up applying for graduate school to study international environmental policy. And when I went, my whole thesis was around changing the policy for industrial hemp in America. And so I researched it a lot there, and, and while I was in graduate school, I ended up getting a U.S. Fulbright scholarship, which is a, a grant that's funded, funded through federal funds through the U.S. Department of State and I received the Fulbright scholarship to study the environmental life cycle of, use of industrial hemp in Canada. And so I moved up there for a couple years, or a couple months, about nine, and studied the environmental life cycle of industrial hemp. And then from there, I finished up and kind of realized that I was an expert in the field. It was right around the time that the Farm Bill passed, and decided that I should move home to Kentucky and and help kickstart the industry. So that's kind of brought me to where I am today, which is as a founder and executive director of the Kentucky Hemp Research Foundation, which has a mission of advancing the industrial hemp industry through fundamental research and market development.
0: So where do you see uh, industrial hemp industry going in, let's say, the next three years?
1: Um, you know, I would like to definitely see it removed from the Controlled Substance Act. I think in the next year or so, there will be grant funding that becomes available, insurance. Um, you know, the cat's out of the bag at this point. I, I don't think they're going to turn their back to it. There's too much research saying that it's, it's not marijuana and it's, you know, has, is a viable commodity that has a lot of uses in, in a variety of markets and so in the next couple years I think really a a lot of focus will be towards research Um, I I know already a lot of focus is on CBD research but I'd love to see a lot more going towards fiber it's really I think the more long-term agricultural commodity as opposed to the CBD Um, and then you know the grain and the oil as well you know I'd I'd love to see that really more used in, in everyday life and you know people that are just using it as a health benefit. You know, I I think if the U.S. government, the Department of Justice decides to remove it from the Controlled Substance Act, it'll really help with a lot of the major corporations in America that really are are looking for innovative products to bring to the shelves, and then they won't have as much of a fear as using it in their products because it's not considered a controlled one substance.
0: So, So what about the building industry, like building homes and everything? What's your thoughts on that?
1: There's a ton of room for innovation in building homes. I, when I was in Canada, I was actually studying, that was my specific focus, was in hempcrete and analyzing the environmental impact of that. Overall, the, the building industry is one of the largest emitters of, of carbon and overall has a huge impact overall, um, not only during the construction phase, but actually during the use phase, uh, particularly because insulations like fiberglass, the moment water hits them, the insulation value falls. Whereas in something like hempcrete, it actually doesn't fall. So you, you continue to keep that efficiency over time. You don't need to use as much energy over time. And so then you're saving money, but you're also saving carbon emissions and, and therefore helping the environmental movement and kind of you know helping sustain our ecosystems. And so I, I think that there's really a lot of room for innovation in the field and and adaption in the industry construction industry overall
0: okay now uh, i know you're you're, you're uh, head of this uh, foundation but do you see yourself in the future maybe even getting into your own business
1: oh definitely i'm already working on it
0: oh, <laughs> oh the cats out of the bag oh, okay. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm um, so my while I focus a lot of attention on the foundation, I'm also working on a, um, my more long-term goal and career, which is a third-party verification for industrial hemp. So actually going out to the farmer, the processor, the manufacturing, and analyzing their environmental, social, and economic impact, rating them, giving the, that individual an analysis on their carbon emissions giving them potential cost-saving mechanisms, revenue-generating mechanisms. And then once that has been issued there and verified, they're then put into a brokerage and an online marketplace for buying and selling verified industrial hemp goods. So, um, you know, it really gives the consumer complete transparency mm-hmm. and it gives the the manufacturer or producer uh, really a, a solid analysis that they can move forward with in terms of marketing or... Saving money on the farm down the line. So we're actually we've just recently launched a new uh, marketing or a new awareness campaign for industrial hemp. It's called I Spy Hemp. So what you would do is you go out in everyday life, and when you see hemp products, you snap a photo of it, you upload the photo to Instagram or Facebook with the hashtag I Spy Hemp and the tag Think Hempy Thoughts. And every other week, we're going to be choosing winners, and we'll give the photo winners a free Think Kimpy Thoughts t-shirt. And, uh, you know, this campaign's really intended to bring a lot of a, uh, not awareness to the fact that industrial hemp's not rope, and it's not dope, but it's a variety of other products, like health foods, building materials, plastic, bioplastics, and a lot of other things that really you don't even think of in your everyday life but it's there and present and we're excited to move forward with
0: well that's great so uh, this is your new venture and uh, so uh, are you ready to launch this or are you just
1: we're doing beta testing this this year and then we're hoping to launch in 2017
0: okay all right so that's good is it uh, you and uh, somebody else it's me
1: and two other individuals okay uh, Taylor Glover and and Sylvia Leyva Aluas. Okay. And so the three of us are are teaming up to, you know, bring a transparent and viable market to the industrial hemp industry.
0: That's super. So, uh, what do you think of hemp and the holler so far? So this I, is almost finished. We're here sitting here on the porch, uh, our finger dangling in the air, and we're just kind of hanging out and. I think we're going to have a bonfire tonight, but uh, so, so what do you think of this uh, first hemp and holler?
1: I think it's been really great. You know, I've met a lot of fabulous people, very exciting uh, to be here and to be, you know, in the heart of hemp country and, and, you know, getting to plant hemp seeds earlier and learning about breaking fiber and kind of using the old Thomas Jefferson methods, bringing those old methods into, into a new economy is pretty exciting. As well as you know, there are some a lot of exciting vendors that were here, and it's just been uh, overall a very successful and inspiring event.
0: Well, great! Uh, if you could uh, give one message to people that are just looking into the hemp industry, what would that message be for them?
1: Good question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you know, there's so many different there's so many different routes you could take in the industry, and I think it, it's really important to get an overview of the direction of each of the industries and then really hone in on what is what the individual is truly passionate about and what they, they feel that, that would inspire them most to uh, propel the industry forward as well as themselves forward.
0: Well, that's great. Well, I want to thank you, Annie, for being a guest on the IHAMP Revolution.
1: Thank you, and, Coach Reddy. Uh, yeah,
0: so it's been really great. and. Uh, We'll be keeping in touch, okay?
1: Sounds good. Right. I look forward to it. All right. Take care. You too.
0: <laughs> I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the IHamp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review and follow us on Facebook.com forward slash Like us And then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHemp Revolution.